How's that for a slice of fried gold? Are you think this is a fucking costume? This is a way of life. I'll be back. Just a flesh wound. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. I'm sorry, Ben. I can't do that. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! I guess everyone's a title of one good scare. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> this is the alien episode, Justin. <laughs> this is... Preparation is the key here, fellas. Instead of a xenomorph it's dark side <laughs> and uh so this is gonna be man exciting. when i was a kid i always thought it was dark seed same i, I was even I saying that yeah. this time. i did too because yeah. it's spelled kind of that way but <laughs> i guess i've been proven wrong yeah isn't it well, weird how when you, you you think something has been like you've never heard something said out loud because you've only ever read it mm-hmm. and then you don't know if other people are saying it right maybe they're wrong well, who created that uh, character? Who I think ask? a lot of people mispronounce. I've heard so many different pronunciations for who the, the character the the character that I call Rachel Ghoul. Oh, I was about Raz, to say uh, that was Ross Al Ghoul. Ra's. That one I always had right. I always called Raish. him Ross Al Ghoul. Who and, says uh, it's Raish? I say it's Raish because that's how they but, pronounced it. I remember um, John used to call him Raish. But too. does the creator of that character say it that way? That's what matters. Um, that's good. See, that's question. what matters. I also like grew if, up if in South says, Georgia, and I called him Thanos. So Th- that's fine. Thanos? I hear I hear people say Thanos. It just yeah. sounds more slangy. Like mm. y'all see Thanos, he snapped. Everybody <laughs> went away. You done snapped. Every last one. <laughs> well, the, the uh, <laughs> the Gary, you want to introduce the show real quick? Before well, you hello. Go. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to the Cinema Shock. Not, not the, cinema, the shock. cinema Shock. Not the Cinema Shock. I know. It's just, just it's, Cinema Shock. It's just fun to do. It's so, a mini show. A bonus episode, though. It's a bonus episode of Cinema Shock, where the podcast that uh, tell the stories normally about your favorite cult genre cinema. But today, we're talking normally about a brand your... new piece of cult and genre uh, cinema. And we only normally, have they're your favorites. The but today... <laughs> We only have part of the story. I mean, we know a little bit of the story. We'll, we'll give a little backup, I'm sure. But today we are talking about uh, Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut. And I guess before I should have said that. I it's called it Zack Snyder's Justice League is the official name. Oh, is that name. what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the official okay. name. Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's Gary Horn. He forgot to say his name. I'm Justin right. Bishop. We're joined to my left. It's Mr. Todd A. Davis. <laughs> this hey, article that I've got pulled up right in front of my face right now on IGN that I was looking for the differences. It says, uh, it, it says the Justice League Snyder Cut. All the null well, differences. the official mm. title is Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's what HBO calls it. That's what IMDb calls it. It's Zack Snyder's Justice League. I don't want to start this episode off with a fight. I just think <laughs> that I think there'll be plenty more to fight about later. <laughs> we can we can start off as friends. Okay, well let's let's get this out of the way. We're not gonna go into a long. I don't think we we need to go into a, like a long background on 
where Zack Snyder's Justice League came from. Surely if you're listening to this podcast, you know the story of Zack Snyder's Justice League. I've read like so many reviews of this over the last couple of weeks where someone spends the first like three paragraphs of the review telling the story of like the the Snyder cut and all the and the Twitter hashtag and all the shit. We all know about that. If we were telling like this, if this was going to be like one of our normal episodes and we're telling like the Zack Snyder story, that would be relevant. But, you know, you guys, I assume that our listeners know what the fuck the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League is, if you're listening to this, right? Yeah. And there's a good chance that they already at least saw the original release. Well, I I would go ahead and say that, are we going to, let's establish, is this a spoiler? Is this a spoiler episode? It might, I mean, why would you do it otherwise? It needs yeah, to be let's, a spoiler let's go episode. ahead and get spoiler alert right off the bat. If you have not spent uh, four hours of your day watching <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League, then we're going to spoil the shit out of it. Although if you've seen the original Justice League, it's basically the same story. So the same ending and everything with, yeah, with some yeah. embellishments here and there. I mean, there are differences in the story, but the overall gist of the plot is the same. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about this spoiler wise. Cause that's, that's, I think the only way to really, really get into this. Yeah, I think so. That's good move. So first well, of all, excited, Todd, I figured we'd talk yeah, about really glad frickin- you're here, Todd. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that sounds I good. Confirm- I guess. No, I, no, I was try- just trying to confirm and be active and vocal. Shut up, Todd. So- <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> before we really, I think before we get into this, like, let's talk, I want to hear you guys. Yeah. I, for our listeners' sake, because I kind of already know, what are y'all's thoughts on the DCEU, which is the DC Extended Extended Universe, I think? The DCEU, yeah. which is their movie. It's their version of the MCU. It's, it's their movie universe. What are y'all's thoughts on the films up to now? Specifically, let's, let's say, we'll talk about the other ones maybe in a minute, but specifically the Zack Snyder ones so far, which is Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and then, yeah, and then the original Justice League cut that Joss Whedon did. I, I could, I've got an easy answer. If, Go for if it. you want, I haven't been a fan of much of the DC EU at all. Like I like do not general. care. Like in general, did not care. Uh, none of them have appealed to me that much. There's you ones like, like I was about to say. There's ones I give it a pass. Like Aquaman's great. You know, the first Wonder great. Woman. The first Wonder Woman's great. Aquaman. Shazam's Birds of good. Great. Birds of Prey was fine, but I feel like a lot of people heaped extra praise on them sometimes that they were like, they just needed them to be really good. And I bet out of all of the, I don't know, Aquaman or Wonder Woman's probably my favorite. Shazam was fine, but it just felt like they were making a Marvel movie or trying to really. I mean, Shazam was really fun, but it does, it, it does have that same problem with the ending that a lot of these movies have which is that it just turns into a bunch of cgi shit flow flying around that that's hard to follow yeah. um i think birds of prey is actually my personal favorite it was it was good i Until mean James i enjoyed Gunn's it the i saw Suicide it in the theater it comes out because that's probably going to take the cake i think yeah <laughs> i'm I, very excited I, I think about you're that right one. i think that'll be a lot of fun but i guess uh i, I just want to establish that i am not a, a, a pylon guy like i was never like dc fucking sucks blah 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 no man but, i want them to uh, be good but I just I, I want haven't every, been like it, they haven't captured my imagination like Marvel has, which has got sure, to be sure. the comparison you make. And so it's just like every single movie so far has been kind of at best fine. 
And so that's kind of how I feel. What, how do you feel, Todd? Uh, to give it a little more context, I'll, I'll broaden the spectrum just, just slightly. Um, I'm a huge Batman fan for listeners who don't know. I'm a huge Batman fan and love the Nolan trilogy, um, weak spots and all. So when they announced that Zack Snyder, who at that point had already done uh, 300 and Watchmen, that he was going to do the next Superman movie with Chris Nolan as an executive producer, I was like, I'm in. And once they released that trailer, I was like, stop drilling, you struck oil. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. Um, I was disappointed because it showed early on a lack of understanding of these characters uh, yeah, of yeah. just Superman. And I feel like based on man of steel, every movie since then has taken its cues from that one. Well, which, I, don't, I wouldn't say means, every movie necessarily snowballing. And after, cause I saw man of steel in theaters, saw Batman versus Superman in theaters, both, were disappointing um and then i said all right i'll I'll go see suicide squad i'll see suicide squad and if if that one if that's strike three i'm done with the dcu in terms of going in terms of paying and going to see them in theaters now what about like wonder woman and and goods i think that was before suicide squad wasn't it I don't think it was. I, I, it wasn't not. So you didn't see Wonder so. Woman in the theater? Not in the theater. I you, did. Do you like up, Wonder Woman? I, I did end up seeing it. It was okay. It's too little, too late. I, I think the first Wonder Woman's good. I think the second Wonder Woman it's is good. hot it's garbage. Fine. But Aquaman, Aquaman's not as good. It's terrible. Aquaman. I fucking love Aquaman, but I think it's because I think James Wan took the inherent goofiness of the character and just rolled with it. I am not going to hate on any movie that has Willem Dafoe riding the back of a fucking shark. <laughs> with like a sword in his hand shooting laser guns and it's all it also features a scene where a giant octopus is playing the drums i mean how do i not like that all of these movies have good parts to them and all of these movies are good looking movies it never hit me until justin said it that all of their endings blow like even wonder always blow even wonder woman like it has like a weird god battle at the end but that's like it's just a bunch of cgi fire and shit yeah by that point you're like terrible all right well it was good up until here (laughs) yeah it was really good up until here (laughs) so well okay so so specifically the Zack snyder ones man of steel batman v superman dawn of justice which i still hate that title (laughs) (laughs) we're kind of all on the same page as we did not we don't like those very much now previous to that Todd, you said you like Zack Snyder's movies generally before that. Yeah. You like yeah. 300. You like Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I have issues Gar- with Watchmen just because it is a seminal work of, you know, of graphic, no- of um, sequential art literature. I mean, I, but I like, personally absolutely love Watchmen. The, I, I, I love Watchmen. And, and I, I, have, I do wish he'd had the ending from the comic. Yeah, that's everyone's biggest gripe from it, but I understand why they didn't. But it doesn't kill the movie for me. I think Watchmen is really excellent. Yeah. And I like a lot of Zack Snyder's early work. Uh, with the, the main exception previous, like prior to DC stuff being Sucker Punch, which I think oh, is here we go. pretty terrible. I but actually, that's the, I feel like there's a, every, every, to, so. every few months I, I hear Justin rail on Sucker Punch. Or it used to be. Used to be yeah, it's terrible. Way. I mean, 
It has mm. all the potential in the world, and it's terrible. Gary, what yeah, about I feel you, like what? sucker punch about like I did most of the DC stuff. With Zack Snyder, like, uh, I mean, I, I have no reason to think he's not fine. Uh, except, well, I'll say, I say that obviously I like like Dawn of the Dead, and uh, you know, he's he's done some stuff, and and I just recently within the last few months watched Watchmen again and I still thought it was awesome. I really liked Watchmen. Oh, I watched it right before I watched the series. Uh for a binge the uh the series. That series and, is great. Yeah, and that series is awesome. Fantastic. Yes, uh, uh, but, Ka- sorry. No, you're okay. I was going to say just that Man of Steel I remember being like okay with it and uh casting is stuff great that I liked. Yeah, yeah, and casting was awesome. There was stuff I liked about it. Uh but the, the, the thing with it is the same as with most of these movies, actually. Actually, every single one of these movies, I have the only one that I've really rewatched now are I watched, rewatched Wonder Woman before Wonder Woman 84. And I rewatched uh, the, not just the, oh, we, we watched for the old show, Batman versus Superman, the director's cut. Other than that, I saw all of them in theaters and I never watched them again. And so I didn't care to. And uh, same with this one. I saw I saw Justice League, and I never cared if I saw it again until the other day I watched it, finally. <laughs> um, so I guess, what did you guys think of then the original theatrical cut, which was the, we'll call it the Joss Whedon cut. We'll call it the Justice League, if you will. Ah, uh, what did you guys nice. think of that version? Let's of... go ahead. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. By the way, that. did the same thing with Sucker Please, please tell me you hate... thought of that, Justin, because we need to get that. I, I highly doubt that came from my brain. There is no way I didn't see that somewhere else. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know where I might have seen it, but there's no way I'm, I am I came up with that. That's, off the top that's of my solid head. No, joke. I'm not, not going to take credit for that. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, I don't know who to give credit to, but I don't know. I, I, I doubt that that was just me. All right. So my 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 trip with the Justice League was uh well by the way I wanted to say like Sucker Punch I did the same thing too. I just saw it in the theater and I never saw it again. And so I don't even remember anything about it except some girl jumping at a giant samurai. Like that that's the memory that I have. Which is interesting cuz I think that's what happens with them. Like Justin hates it and I I think break up with it before I hate it before <laughs> before we resent each other. And uh, so the um, so Justice League was exactly the same way. I saw it and I thought, okay, you know, like it's, I thought it was a dumb idea in the first place. I thought, how are you going to do this movie and make me care about all of these characters, at least with Marvel when you've never met the them Avengers. Before. Yeah, like at least with the Avengers, you've had movies, like literal multiple movies with these different characters. Yeah. And it, it, it's cool that they're teaming up. Uh, with, with Justice League, you're just like going to try to start me out this way. I don't have any time to get attached to who any of them are. And right. uh, anyway, I remember that that fear was founded in reality that that was a, a thing that happened with the original justice league and i was like this it's okay and i remember superman's stupid fucking face and <laughs> stupid the stupid cgi face and literally going into this one the only memory that i had from the theatrical experience with justice league was a scene where flash was running and feeling really good because he was pushing a truck and then he looks over as superman's carrying a house and he's like oh 
And that's like the thing I remembered about Justice League. I remember Aquaman going like, whoa, or something like that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or, my no, man. Yeah, like, yeah. My man. Yeah. My man. <laughs> that, that's still here. They kept that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I guess let's just go ahead and talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. So it's sure. four fucking hours long. <laughs> for one thing that's the thing that everyone talks about with this movie because how do you not talk about that it's four hours long does it need to be four hours long absolutely not there is no way in hell that this version of justice league was ever going to be a theatrical release what happened here and this is me speculating because obviously i've not spoken to Zack snyder is because there the thing is there was no snyder cut there was no lost cut Another filmmaker came in and finished the movie. So there that's why they had to spend 70 million dollars on this to go in and finish it. 70 well, million dollars. You say you reshoots, haven't talked man. to Zack 70 million dollars is a whole damn movie. It's it's weird you say you haven't talked to Zack Snyder cuz we got Zack Snyder on the line right now, <laughs> Zack. No, just kidding. All right. But it the, the thing is that I I think that he probably added stuff to this version that he either thought of since or maybe never made it into the final shooting script i don't know uh because they if he had written a four-hour script they obviously would have cut that down way prior to shooting so with this it's more of i mean it is a director's cut because it is the it is his it is the original director's vision but definitely not the one that would have ever that we would have ever seen you know on a movie screen so you got to treat it fairly that way yeah exactly and I think, okay, I'll go ahead because I, I feel like I'm going to be the odd man out here and I'll go ahead and get cards on the table. I, I really liked this version of Justice League. I didn't expect to, but I, I, go, like, I go into every movie hoping for the best. And I think the original Justice League is super bland. And this is not a perfect film. There, is a, there are, are a lot of flaws in this yeah. movie. Yeah, But it is a singular vision from a very visionary director and i think for the most part i think it's pretty damn good i don't think it's great i don't think it's gonna set the world on fire but i think compared to the original version and honestly compared to the previous two Zack snyder dc movies i think it's a vast improvement i think that uh, we'll get into some issues i have with it so i want to give you guys a chance to give your thoughts but i think for the most part I, i mean justin's take is it's pretty good uh it is consistent (laughs) what the fuck does that mean (laughs) (laughs) i mean in terms of there are parts of there are things happening for for all four hours (laughs) yeah there are things happening um it it is a consistent vision from a visionary director just like you just said justin um and uh, i think and when i say consistent it also he still doesn't know anything about these characters yeah we'll get into that in a minute we'll, and, we'll get into that because that, that but, is one of the flaws of the film and yeah i think we'll we'll discuss that but just general thoughts on the film i don't you hedge todd it's, yeah good i mean be honest 
to Gary, while Todd's yeah, composing yeah, his thoughts, because Todd's staring at the camera is, is not conducive to a good uh, good audio <laughs> podcast, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I'm all kinds of fucked up right now. I'll be honest with you, because I fully, this, I was, I, I was setting expectations up. So you know how I feel going into this. And uh, I thought th- that this would turn out, it sounds like opposite of how it turned out because I did drink some while I was watching this. I'll admit it, <laughs> but I had a goddamn blast with this movie. I fucking <laughs> loved it. It's great. I, I mean, it's not I mean, great. It is, it's a great time, I should say. I mean, like, if you look at I my letterbox review the whole time, yeah, it's just like, this is fun. <laughs> if, you, if you look at my letterbox review, I gave it three and a half stars. I think this is a solid three and a half star movie. You know, it's not like, like I said, it's not setting the world on fire, but it is. I mean, I, I found myself thoroughly entertained for the entire four hours. Um, I, I mean, I got up a couple of times to go pee or get another second or third or fourth beer. I don't know. I was also drinking while I was saying, but, but it didn't four, feel like four hours four on hours. a Sunday afternoon. What the fuck else am I going to do? <laughs> it did not feel like a four hour movie. I was never like, felt like it was just. See, I watched tedious. this sober. I felt every fucking. I was sober. I wasn't drunk. I'm drinking like fucking four percent lagers here. You know, I'm, I'm not, not saying I was like hammered drunk, but I, I'm just I saying I'm, I'm willing to give it tipsy. That like maybe I was a little happier than normal that day, but (laughs) I thought this movie was really, really good. Like I was, I mean, here's the thing. Well, well, we're gonna talk about it, but like like Justice said, I I do feel like there's problems with it. There, I think there's certain things that I don't know if it was just on this day or what it was that it's like, or maybe it's just the podcast that we do that made me think of it this way. But I feel like in the context of this is Zack Snyder's Justice League, then once you put yourself into what that, what you know about him as a director, like what that feels like, this is a pretty fucking good movie. (laughs) I mean, the title calling it Zack Snyder's Justice League is incredibly accurate. More so than the Snyder cut. Because this is Zack Snyder's vision of Justice League. This is... Zack Snyder's unfiltered version of what a Justice League movie would be without Warner Brothers, you know, standing over his shoulder, which is what was happening on the original Justice League uh, before he left the project. Uh, This is the version of Zack Snyder, of Justice League that Zack Snyder would make and did make without any studio going, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. Because he had the freedom to do that because there's no real, because it's technically not canon with the rest of the DCEU now. So he didn't have to worry about trying to connect it to anything else. So he could do whatever the hell he wanted with it. Uh, and he did. And I think that, I mean, it is fully Zack Snyder's movie and for, for better or worse. I mean, and like, and like we've both said, it's not a perfect film at all, but I had a pretty damn good time with it. <laughs> I see. I came into this like expecting to have to argue my point to Justin. And I thought Todd would be excited because it's a comic book movie and we're not talking about a horror movie or some cheap cult thing. So <laughs> this is like not how I expected this to go. I was excited to talk about it because I was like, I'm going to go bear my soul and tell everybody in the world that I love Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> I was okay. like, I'm going to be I've, honest. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> I'm okay, in. Todd. Okay, right, Todd. I've, I've, come I've on. composed one solid thought here. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zack Snyder's Justice League is as good as this movie can get. Well, you're going to have to fucking elaborate on that, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
it is his vision. Nobody can argue that. As a fan of these, as a fan of uh, of these characters for a long time, uh, it's it's hard to look past some glaring missteps with the characters. I mentioned that earlier in the episode. That I mean, here's the thing. I still think that Zack Snyder fundamentally misunderstands the characters. I, I do. Uh, the characters as written on the comic in the comic book, but. I have come to terms with that and have, have come to terms with this is his vision of, or his version of these characters. And sometimes you just have to not be that precious with these types of characters because even like there are characters in the Marvel universe, which, which are almost universally praised that are not a hundred percent comic book accurate. There, there are some that are vastly different than the comic book versions and people don't have as big of an issue because we I think it's because them. I think it's because the the MCU is so uniformly like stylistically the same. There's they're they're not taking really any chances. And I, I say this as a huge fan of the MCU, but this is a very like distinct vision of these characters, which you don't really get out of any of the Marvel movies. Like when even when when Sam Raimi does you know, that the new Doctor Strange movie, there might be a couple of sequences in the multiverse or, or you know, where he's doing sorcery shit that looks like a Sam Raimi movie. For, but for the most part, it's going to look like a Marvel movie. This movie looks like a Zack Snyder movie. And these are Zack Snyder's versions of these characters, not the comic book versions of these characters. And that did bother me with Man of Steel because I was like, he would never like snap the neck of Zod, you know, which I is was a problem for me in the original version of that. But now I've come to grips with like, this is just an alternate universe version of these characters where Superman goes a little crazy, you know, and Batman shooting the shit out of people and, and beat Batman v Superman is not as big of a deal as I originally thought it was. Cause hell Tim Burton's Batman kills the shit out of people, you know, and that's an and entire Tim, building. Tim Burton's Batman movies are not, accurate to the characters in the comic books that you love so much at all they are as divergent from the comics as these versions of the characters are and yet do you love the tim burton batman movies well, i love all the batman movies so yeah so but why do you give those a pass but not these a pass because they have not introduced these characters in a way that makes me care about them they haven't we have not they spent haven't the, look no look the first Iron Man movie came out in 08. Okay. Man of Steel came out in 2013. So if you're not going to stick with, if, if, which I kind of wished they'd have kind of taken their cues, like, look, they did it and it was successful. Now we're five years removed. Let's do the same thing and make bank with characters that people really care about. The money, the 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 game plan forget the money the game plan was there to have these be awesome films that people gave a shit about i love batman you guys know how much i love batman todd this jerks is, off this, to batman is, comics every night huh so todd jerks off to batman comics every night listen that's how much he it. loves batman don't knock it until you uh rub one out to arkham asylum if you um, stay, if you stay overnight at Todd's house, at some point you will hear uh, the sound of stirring macaroni. And who are you? Who are you? Okay, <laughs> I'm Batman. Todd, 
<laughs> Taj is jerking it going, you are my number Rattling. one. What are you doing? A guy. Rattling cages. <laughs> <laughs> What's Cat doing? He's rattling my cage. Um, but this is the, this Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck does a great job with this version of Batman. But this version Batman. of Batman is the version I cared the least about. He's had a whole career that we haven't seen in this in this universe, in this DCEU. And again, like we the character we've spent the most time with is the one I care the least about. Superman. Now you just don't, don't like care, Superman don't, as a as yeah, a character I just in don't general. Really, yeah, so I'm that's why I'm kind of focusing on Batman. And again, by the by this time, you know, so if you're not going to introduce these characters in their own movies so that we can identify with them and begin to care about them, then you have to introduce them in Justice League. Then you have to give them their whole backstory. So yeah, it's no wonder it takes four hours. And it's hard to look. There's a reason comedy specials are rarely over an hour long. That's a long time to ask someone to sit there and listen to them talk. Well, one it, person when talk. you when you yeah, to listen to one person talk. This as good as it is, 4 hours is a long time to ask someone to sit through all of this stuff whereas they could have given each of these characters which are very interesting and with very rich dense backstories they could have given them their due but they didn't so now you're asking me to care about all of this stuff in a very tight space with this thing that frankly looks like a video game and it's it's hard for me to care it's hard for me to care it's hard for me to care about these characters and i don't care about these characters what do i give a shit what they're doing on screen i thought this fix like that was one of my biggest issues with the original Justice League. I thought this fixed it. Like I thought, yeah, I, that, got way I, I was about to say the same everybody. thing. Uh, well, that, that's like the thing. Cyborg is like the heart and soul of the movie, and I didn't even and he's, know anything about him at the beginning. And right. it gave me enough time to give everything I know or need to know to know that I think Flash can suck my asshole. But other than that, <laughs> like, uh, and, and, and would, I kind of like, I kind of like Batman, uh, and and I like. You know, the Batman versus Superman Batman, yeah, he was violent. It was never so much that he killed people because I saw Frank Miller. You know, I read Frank Miller. I got it. You know, I used, I like those or used to. I haven't read them in a while, but I was kind of okay with the sadist Batman, like the grizzled, like just fucking ruined by the world Batman. And yeah. uh, it's kind of cool. One of the things that I love and they do with the Zack Snyder cut of this movie is I know that they aren't perfect. But it does feel like he kind of started to get a grasp of some of the things he should have gotten a grasp on about the characters. For instance, like that Batman's coming around on having faith in humanity and the world and uh, that things can come back to the light. Uh, that Wonder Woman is an Which is very uncharacteristic figure. of Batman. But he came from a place where he was just ready to just fucking murder everybody. So, I mean, he's not. it's not saying he's not going to break anybody's bones. He just has faith that Superman's going to show up. And so, yeah. uh, and then, you know, I, I don't know. And that Superman, by the end of it, he has this, he has this weird, like, freak out moment. But even him, like, I was like, they did a good job presenting him this time. Like, I felt like he represented something. Or, like, I don't know. There was something about him that felt more special this time seeing him than I have seen in any of the other movies so far well to me like i agree with 
Todd in that I think, and, and Gary said the same thing, that in the original Justice League, the biggest issue was that DC was and Warner Brothers were rushing into this. They should have done like MCU. They should have given each each character their own movie, maybe sometimes a couple of them, and then built up to a Justice League the way that Marvel did with the Avengers. And they rushed into it because they saw Marvel's success and they wanted to, they wanted to put them all together all, already. They they should have been patient. They were impatient. And the biggest issue with the original cut of the Justice League is that it feels like putting them all together felt forced. It's like you don't throw these people all together in a in a super group and then introduce them in their own movies after the fact, which is what they did. But with the exception of Wonder Woman. But because she she showed up in uh, Batman v Superman at the end and then got her own movie yeah. anyway. But I think the four-hour cut, this the Snyder version of this movie, it doesn't 100% fix that issue, but it improves upon it because you don't even see Batman in costume as Batman until you're almost halfway through the movie. You're two hours into the movie. And before that, you're, you've got him meeting the other characters and you get a lot of, you get a lot to spend a lot more time with especially cyborg but all the characters like cyborg becomes like gary said the heart and soul of this movie when he was barely a fixture in the original theatrical cut of this and he's a great character and his backstory is awesome and i love uh seeing the uh the, the character who plays his dad, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was in Terminator 2. <laughs> he was in Terminator yeah, yeah. 2, also making a potentially world-ending cyborgs in <laughs> that one. But it's his MO. It's his thing. It, it's, he's typecast. It's in his, his, his writer. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that you you got to spend a little bit more time with you got to spend a lot more time with him. You got to spend a little more time with even the Flash, like seeing Flash in that scene where he uh, he goes to apply for the job and you meet Iris, you know, which I don't think was in the original cut. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen Justice League since it was in theaters, the, the, the Justice League since it was in theaters. <laughs> but I don't think that was in there, was it? Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think that was in there at all. No, I don't think it was because they because Bruce focuses on his uh, display of power at the at the quick the quickie mark right where he just sees him like on the cctv kind of thing right yeah so you get you get to meet him you get to know him a little bit better i mean he was probably the most well-established character wise just because of ezra miller's performance in that original cut but you still didn't really know anything about him as a person and this one you get to see him like with his dad with billy crudup playing his dad you know, and well, that's in the that's in the original cut. But you get, more, I, I think so you sorry. get you get more of it in this one. Um, uh, I don't know that I don't know that they expanded on that at all. You don't think so? Don't like think I said, it's been a while since I saw did. the original cut. It didn't it didn't like land with me, I guess, in the original. So it felt like, and maybe it's because I got to know a little bit more about him in this one that it felt it felt like it had more impact to me. Maybe. Mm. Um, so you you get a little more time with him. You get a lot more time with Cyborg. And you get you get more time with um, Wonder Woman, and I, I think her her uh, introductory scene in this is super fun, uh, where she's saving the, like the kids. Uh, yeah, it's I mean that was great, in the original that was in the original cut, which is yeah, it, but it yeah, was, yeah, yeah a, you're right. It's a great scene. It's a, it's a great. Scene. It's a longer cut in this one, 
it's a longer version of it in this one, but it's hmm. it's a great introduction to her. And Aquaman's introduction was considerably longer in this one. I mean, hmm. you see Bruce go to the little Norwegian village, but you get a little bit more insight into his character in this one, and you get those um, the horny uh, singing ladies who yeah <laughs> don't i mean don't get me wrong the music's uh, you know their singing is very beautiful it is they're real was, horny for him the girl like be... smells a sweater and yeah! then just like breaks like, into song and then sings right. the whole damn song which would never have happened in the original cut of the movie <laughs> they would have cut that out uh, which they did obviously i don't well, know if that was even originally part of it but is it supposed to have were there supposed to be subtitles or something like or what is what they're singing like poignant to what's going on I don't know. I don't care. I mean, it would have been cool if it was some sort of like (laughs) some, some, some sort of like sea shanty, but it's like directed towards the king of the ocean and it's about, maybe it was, you should, I mean, he's like a god to your imagination. It's a weird moment in a scene where a guy just walked off into the fucking ocean. And so (laughs) do you think he leaves a sweater every time and then the next time he shows up, they've dried his sweater and give it back to him. I was about to say, because that was one thing. I don't know how is many he, times. Is he always just like, taking off why clothes? Why does this and motherfucker them? have clothes? Like, where is he getting clothes from? Like, <laughs> but well, I, I do think because this version lets you spend a, a considerable amount of more time with each of the characters, like I said, it doesn't fix the idea of uh, you know them joining together so quickly, but it improves it. I think. Yeah. Uh, it made me care a lot more about them getting together as a team than the original cut did. I don't it, want to sit here and sound like, help. by the way, that that I'm like praising it heavily, uh, Todd. Uh, I just had to direct address you. No, uh, no, I, I, I'm really, I'm really not like. Oh, I'm not trying to overly praise it. I, I do get, but the stuff I was saying, I. It is like a uh, like a bronze trophy for Snyder. It was like, hey man, I think <laughs> that you have you got some things that you didn't get before. There is some awe and some appreciation for the characters. Everybody's not what they are in the comics. I understand that, but I mean, it just seems like he does have some like respect for them more so than what I remember in uh justice league and, and that sort of thing like in man of steel and all those things like i don't know superman seemed like a putz at times in man of steel and just did it, some weird character choices and in this when he shows up and he's just kind of confident and heroic like he just comes in like and just even the scene of him flying up in the black suit and collecting the sun there's just like this godlike uh feeling about him and i, I don't know there were just there were just certain moments or wonder woman talking to the girl about you can be whatever you want to be and stuff it's like that feels like wonder woman flash doesn't feel like flash like i ever think of him and and honestly he irritates me uh, now i mean i like flash i liked him in the original cut he was one of the high the the bright points of that cut because he feels like spider-man light is what he feels i mean it is it is like he does feel like a snarky marvel character but i think that's just what ezra miller personality brings to the role but honestly you need that in because zach snyder one thing it he does, does have not to do happen, right? is he does not have much of a sense of humor in his movies with the exception of dawn of the dead all of his movies are pretty fucking dire and that one's about a zombie apocalypse and the only reason it has any levity to it is because james gunn wrote the script and, and wrote some of that stuff in there but but, you but wait a little bit of you needed some jokes yeah but i will say this: batman gets to make a joke in this 
I will say that one of the ways it does work, like the darker atmosphere of these movies is, is I, I did think about how, you know, in the Marvel movies, the world ending is still pretty bright. Like it's yeah, still yeah. like it's light, lighthearted at times. And, and I mean, I, I'm not like down. It's hopeful, which you sure, would maybe, but it's also Superman's just, thing. I don't know if there's something about that, that at least the end of the world is played dark in Zack Snyder. It does, I think it does play a little, uh, I'm not saying, I don't want to say better than the MCU because I don't think I think anything's better than the MCU, but I just, I think it, it works. Or, you know what it is? It's like an opera. It feels like Zack Snyder just like writes like a fucking opera. Like it's uh what was it? Like Faust on the stage or something. It's just like <laughs> darkness and weird imagery. Dude, and just, the first hour of this pretty movie accurate, has, actually. <laughs> the, fir- the first hour of this movie has three needle drops. And it doesn't have a lot of needle drops after that. I don't think it has any after that, actually, which is surprising for a Zack Snyder movie. But and lots three of needle drops. There are three needle drops in the first half hour. Two of them are Nick Cave. And the third <laughs> one is this mortal coil. Uh, that is as goth as a superhero movie will ever get by <laughs> doing that outside shit. outside of the crow. Well, yeah, he's not a superhero. <laughs> Com- like that's crow a comic book goth. movie, not a superhero movie. <laughs> wait, wait, what now? I don't. He's he's not a he's not a superhero. He's a comic book character. It's been fun, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> There's well, a movie I want us to cover. <laughs> But well, I, I okay. So we, I, I mentioned it briefly a minute ago. But during the the flashes, one of his introductory scenes when he meets Iris, there is a wonderful slow mo sequence. As long as we're talking about slow mo, that is a pretty a a pretty great view of like the the Flash's powers, but also really funny uh, because there are slow mo hot dogs like flying through the air, and it's it's very funny to me. Uh, yeah. And you don't normally get something in a Zack Snyder movie that you're like this is this was very funny. Like I was uh, laughing at how absurd it was. It was almost Zack Snyder, like spoofing himself. It felt like, yeah, I do I like, like the depiction of the speed force. I think that's kind of, cool. it's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I watched a lot of, I mean, cat watched cat endured this with me. And um, so I saw a lot of it through her eyes. Cause I, 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 part of the thing that I had in my head, I was like, how can I come to this with any sort of unbiased, you know, uh, feelings about it but you know so I got a lot of it through her and um, her big thing was and we ended up talking about this later was that the slow-mo thing for Flash is awesome and the speed force looks amazing but when you have so much slow-mo in the movie which again is kind of Zack Snyder's thing I get that it would have been kind of cool if they reserved the slow-mo for Flash I feel yeah. like I feel like I, it, mean, I get what you're saying. There's so I, much of it that's in slow motion. Like, can we just let's get there? I feel that's like his thing, yeah, man. Like, Save the badass slow mo. Like at least half an hour. He he did he, he did the the speed force. He saved the cool slow mo for. There's that scene with uh, Iris. Is that her name, Iris? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then and then like the Superman one too. I loved that too, where he's like running by Superman and Superman's right. eyes just like turned towards him. And that's great. Like, uh... That's a, that, that's really, <laughs> that is cool. really like, well done. And it shows you just how powerful Superman is. Yeah. The slow-mo thing should be folks who have, who have enhanced speed. 
but that I mean, narrows it down. About... That narrows it down to Flash, Superman, and Wonder Woman. That's and just that's, that's Zack Snyder's style, and it always has yeah. been. And Again, I, it doesn't bother me. We're talking honestly. over people harp hours, on the slow mo. Like it doesn't bug can me. We, can we pick it up a little bit? I like, think it looks cool. Yeah, which is, again, which is but, exactly what Zack Snyder wants. He wants it to fucking look cool. That is clearly thing. what he cares about. That is yeah. his thing. <laughs> yeah, that's why Batman like is the epic. But just because something every looks cool, piece of equipment he can throw in there, good. <laughs> does it? Well, it doesn't. Does it? It doesn't hurt the movie though. I mean, it it really doesn't. Really? Yeah. Why does that hurt the film? How does it? Because how does it's that hurt so fucking long. Like. Again, if you took you're out asking all... people to and don't get don't get me wrong, like I said, if you're not going to give these characters their own thing, you have no choice but to put them in unless you do a short that's just about that character, like Alex Ross. You sound like a studio, is. Todd. That's what we rail against here. <laughs> Look, I'm trying, like find, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find other options that they could have done to get. Well, the, I mean, but I think down, but like, if you're gonna go this route, like I said, I said this at the top. This is the best version of this movie that it could have been. And that's still, and again, I'm hardcore for these fan, for, for these characters. And this is long time to ask somebody to sit and watch this stuff. It is. Sorry. I mean, I, I've never been one to care about the length of a film. If I'm in if I'm entertained the entire time, uh, I don't care if it's four hours long, if it keeps my attention the whole time. And it did. And I enjoyed myself for the entirety of those four hours. I mean, I'm not going to complain when a, like nobody really complained when the Irishman was almost four hours long because it was Martin Scorsese. You guys just haven't asked me about the Irishman. <laughs> Sounds like you have just a shorter attention span, Todd. No, it's fucking boring. You think the there are movies that I think are too long, and I would it, I would say it, like you if realize you I have a, you're saying I have a short attention span, and I'm about to spend a decade on Star Trek, right? Well, you know, that's your own okay. doing. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how are you saying that I have a short attention span? Like, it's, sorry, well, but I, I, I was, don't get me I wrong. There's, was a ton of, there's a ton of gold, A-list names involved the Irishman. It's fucking boring. Mm. Oh, Todd. I didn't think this movie was boring, though. That, that, that was He's my talking thing, about the I'd Irishman, be, not this movie. Well, no, but I was going to say is like, I'd be with you, Todd. Like, I mean, I didn't hate the Irishman either, but I thought we're we did Gangs of New York way back in the day. I thought that movie was way too fucking long. Like Gangs of New York felt long to me. And uh, it just, I don't know. Like this movie kept up the pace or at least uh, weaved it in and out of like, just, I don't know. I thought it, it kept, I thought it kept a nice pace. I don't know. I have another way to say it. Yeah. It just it I think felt it like well it was edited. Okay. I think it's, I think it's paced pretty well. I mean, there is stuff that, yeah, you could cut out. Um, I think the majority of the epilogue is pretty superfluous, and and that's twenty minutes. You could probably cut out. Did try to end a few times. Yeah, I did the whole Lord of the Rings thing where it has like four different endings, but um, and most of that ending I could have cut out. But the the majority of the film I think works pretty well, and even in the ending, as much as I hate to say it, the nightmare stuff. Um which I 100% do not think is necessary. I think Jared Leto, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think he's pretty fucking good as the as the Joker in that scene. For once. And I think he is terrible in Suicide Squad. I was interested to um, see how you take it because I felt the same way when I was watching. I thought it was, I was really like, good. damn, I is Jared a, Leto kind of good at this? I think like, it's a I really good works. portrayal of the Joker, and I think his interaction with Batman 
is I think their their dynamic is really really good. Like I think that's what the dynamic between Batman and Joker after a lifetime of battling each other would be like. And Batman even I, he even says, you know, I'm gonna fucking kill you, <laughs> and which is super cool to me. Even though once again I think that whole, whole scene is unnecessary to the plot of the film and if there's not going to be a sequel to this which there's not then it's completely pointless yeah um but <laughs> extra extra half hour i did like man oh man you just brought me back what? the thing is this one thing i know that makes me like it is i've been thinking about these things for days now since i Why saw does them. mira have a british accent all of a sudden in this one did she not have it before? I never. No, cared. she did not. <laughs> uh, well, she did not have it before. She's not going to be there anyway next time. So it she'll be matter. in the next Aquaman movie. Probably not. With or without that British accent, I guess. Or Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah. Who knows at this point? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but I did. Oh man, now you got me thinking about that scene. That was cool. Where he's just like, uh, they asked me to, would I kill you? And believe me, I'm going to fucking kill you. That yeah, I make it's it great. slow. It's so good. <laughs> it's, like, it's so good. And and again, it's, it's the one. It's the one believable character moment. Honestly, Todd is such a downer. I can't believe this is working out this way. That I am overly excited about a DCEU movie. <laughs> Justin's even be- on board. Been burned and too many times. Been burned been- too many times. Why would I? Why would I keep going back? And why would I be? Why would? I, why would they change their formula? They obviously got this going on and like i said they based everything off of his off of man of steel but bro it, too, and the other thing I, I, you, you made me break out bro see i just broke out bro and because <laughs> of bro uh superman i get that superman's not a darker character he's like a uh you know he's supposed to be like the beacon of hope the light the yada 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 also superman is the one that is constantly shit upon because he is bland milk toast boring bullshit and so everybody always deals with that with his movies and but then somebody does something else with them and they're like oh it's this is not superman yeah and then it's like all right well what do you want out of superman i don't know yeah. i thought in Zack snyder's operatic justice league the superman that shows up at the end there is as bright and hopeful as there is anything in that movie uh you know once he gets past his like breakdown where he's like trying to kill all of them but after that part when he shows up to save the day he's pretty badass and cool and just just i don't know i just love it i love when he goes away with lois and he's walking through it hearing the voices for his fathers and uh it just i liked all of that i thought that was that was really well done stuff and it I, makes I me it, sad. I don't know how many more times, if ever, Henry Cavill is ever going to play Superman. But in this one, I was like, God dang, like he's really good at this. Like he's I very think, good. I think he's, I think Henry Cavill is very well cast as Superman. I mean, I thought that in even in Man of Steel, which I didn't like. And I think even Amy Adams as Lois is really good. But I, I do, the only thing that kind of bums me out about this is that there it does set up things that would make for a really good sequel if Zack Snyder were ever going to be able to do that which Warner Brothers has already said he's not but he was still presenting I I, I think it it says something about like he, he had the balls to present his version of this movie that he would have presented presumably allegedly 
had he been able to, which would have included setting up sequels. So he just like, fuck it, I'm going to do that anyway, even if y'all aren't going to let me get a sequel. And what might, and Warner Brothers has said that he's, that there's not going to be a sequel to this, but who the hell knows? We didn't think that this version was going to exist. So if it gets word of mouth enough, I mean, I'm sure I could see something like the stuff happening. with. Uh, Deadshot, that's, that's his name, right? Deadshot, yeah, yeah and the stuff with Martian Manhunter that like that sets up some pretty cool stuff for the future that we're uh, presumably not going to see, but you know, it's it's kind of cool. Uh, and speaking he- of like other differences in the film, the um Steppenwolf design is a massive improvement yeah. <laughs> over, the, over the Joss Whedon yeah, version, it he lo- at least it looks, looks imposing yeah. and. He gets a way better story in this one. It actually makes you like feel something. I mean, not I don't want to say like love the character, but you're like at least he has like some real motivation behind him. I don't remember that from yeah the initial movie. Like, well, I don't think Dark Dark Side wasn't in the original one at all, right? Yeah, I think maybe if anything, you see like an outline of him somewhere right. or something like and a he's, brief. He plays image. pretty majorly into this one. Yeah, I mean, they and were that's setting cool up too. their Thanos. I thought I thought he came I, for given the scenario that you're in they did a pretty decent job of setting him up as the Thanos of the DCEU. And so uh, there, there was just a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, if they were going to, if they're going to roll with this as a continuity, then this needs to be the version. I mean, that's my opinion, but uh, also DC, I've started to accept too, that you've got to be like, these are all uh, Elseworlds stories or whatever. They're the they're like all alternate universes. I mean, even yeah. the new Batman with Robert Pattinson is not going to be like set in the middle of this. And uh, it's yeah, just- I mean, they're they're just taking a more loose approach now because they realized that what they were doing didn't work because they were trying to force it so much. So even something like aquaman which obviously is the same actor it's jason momoa like the aquaman movie does not feel like it's part of the dceu that had already been established before that because it's bright colors it's fun it doesn't even reference or mention i don't think any of the other dc movies you know same with even wonder woman well wonder woman 84 specifically which again is not good but it at least is acts as kind of a standalone movie you know as Shazam is kind of that way. Like they all kind of, they're, they're not beholden to each other and they can have a variety of tones because of that. But yeah, even there will, you know, there are even seemingly going to be alternate universe versions. We already have Joker, you know, with Joaquin Phoenix and we've got the new Batman movie, which is a completely separate, uh, you know, alternate universe version of There's Batman. the talk of like Flashpoint even having Batman 89 in it. And- yeah. And then you've got like even James Gunn's Suicide Squad that's coming out is technically within the continuity, I guess, of the first film because it's got Harley and it's got Joel Kinnaman's character, whatever his name is, and the and the boomerang guy, but otherwise seems to be ignoring the uh, the previous movie completely, <laughs> you know. It's uh, which is honestly kind of fun. Well, I mean, if you want to look at it from a comic book perspective, it's like a different creative team taking on these characters, you know? Yeah, like exactly. It's just like a different exactly. version of it. Now, I but usually the they continue the story. Yeah, I was, retcon- about, I was about to say that would the be... next chapter. I was about well, to say well, that would be the argument. Than, than a comic book, let's say we, we do... You've got your, your ongoing Batman comic, and then you do, uh, 
some creative team comes in and does a mini series or a, a standalone graphic novel about that character that is not within the the current canon. It's the same thing. It's been do not pretend like for the, decades. Do not pretend like comics don't retcon themselves consistently, they do, but not with the next issue. No, I, they but wait. The they thing wait. Is, like, they waited at least a few years. The Matt Reeves they Batman the, is not the next the issue. Again. Like the the Matt Reeves Batman is. I'm not saying Batman. I'm saying Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is not why, doing why that. You, why would it's, you ret, why would you retcon what you? They're what not you retconning. Just did. They are. They're using the same characters in those characters' histories. They're just not beholden to what ha- has happened before. It's not a continuation of the story. It's a continuation of the characters. That's a completely different thing. Harley Quinn still exists. The uh, uh, fucking Boomerang guy. What is his name? Boomerang. Boomerang. It's Boomerang. Uh, <laughs> Captain Boomerang. He still, but, he, yeah. he still exists. Like, and it's still the same character from previously. Just because they're not continuing the story of a shitty movie that they knew didn't work, is there? What's wrong with that? They're, they're approaching. I didn't, the, I didn't like Suicide Squad to begin with, but the fact that they were going to do another one, I was like, okay, if you're taking it somewhere, if it's going to get better in the next one, but if they're not. If there's nothing, I mean, the, so the characters are moving forward, but no other plot. Well, and it's clearly like the same lady that that's yeah, running the it's thing. The, it's uh, the same. It's the same lady that's running it, and she's putting together a new version of the Suicide Squad, and it's got some of the original members and some new ones. I mean, that's okay. The the, the fact that it's a team being put together lends itself to a story like there. That. There is it. What he's saying is, is there? It's like the same characters, but. There's nothing from the first film that necessarily has to carry over to the second yeah. film. I mean, the first uh, film was a standalone plot. It didn't, it didn't, you right. know. But the characters so, are transferring over. Some of them yeah, are. So they some are of the, progressing. Some of the characters. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Like, All right. Like, this, this one has John Cena. That wasn't clear to me. I don't know if you saw him, but John Cena's in there. No, no yeah, I know that. Yeah, it's hard to see him. That's a, yeah, it was that was the joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you out there, Gary. <laughs> I was gonna let it slide, but all right. I don't know, Todd. You seem to be like inherently biased against the DC movies because there have been bad. They burn ones. me too much. There's Bi- I was about to say bias angry. seems like, Todd. Todd seems angry sorry. at these movies well, because it's thing, not like, hard to make a good one. They've got script and. Storyboards for it's gotta be kind years. Of, it's gotta be kind of hard because nobody seems to be able to. And also <laughs> you have to unless you're Marvel you... or Dark Horse or Image. Well, no, or but I'm talking about DC. DC is notoriously like it feels like they never can nail it down. Uh at least but he, here's the thing. They're they are the ones with the least excuse. So they maybe you lean into the, the creators and, still, and give and they still can't get it right. So th- they're doing it a little bit differently. Which is not a bad thing. They're letting the creators kind of dictate what's happening here, which is which is kind of fun. It's a different take. You know, like Marvel's like very they're very, you know, producer driven. They're producer driven. Is driving the driving the ship. Uh, even when they've got visionary directors like a James Gunn, you know, doing their movies. Uh, but DC, yeah, they're letting the directors go a little more wild, which I honestly think is really fun. I mean sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i think the original suicide squad i I would like to see the original david ayer cut of that just out of sheer curiosity i don't think david ayer is like an amazing director i think he's done some movies i like but i think before they tried to turn it into the next guardians of the galaxy which is what they did with that one and did reshoots to try to change the tone uh, i think that it might have at least been a little more coherent a little uh, of a vision 
But that's again, that's no different than what they did in 1989 with Batman. And nobody gives a shit that that is more of a Tim Burton movie than it is a DC movie. And it's because you grew up with it and you weren't thinking of that shit in 1989. Here's, I see all the flaws in 89 Batman. Still like it. And that's fine. But if you, it depends on your end goal. Like Marvel has a very clear end goal. So they are consistent and they are consistently reaching that goal, which is why they set a next, another goal or phase, if you will. So with this, there is no set goal. No one, no one's steering the ship. So it's just going wherever. So there's, well, no there was someone steering the ship and that wasn't working out. It, it was uh, Jeff Loeb. No, it was Jeff. It was Jeff Loeb. And he got fired. Why did he get fired? Because, because of Justice League and Batman versus Superman, because they were terrible. Because the movies that he was spearheading were bad, and they were not, and, and they were not doing well at the box office. Then it, they, I then mean, that's Justice on League, DC. Then that's on DC Warner Brothers. Like, if you look, it's got to be one of. The, they need but, to pick. A, they need to pick a side. Like, but, okay, but are when, you going to get happens, look? If they had, if they'd have taken all of these characters and said, hey. Here's Superman. Go make us three Superman movies. And they stood by themselves. I'm sure they'd be fine. Give them to Zack Snyder. Who gives a fuck? Give it to whoever. Batman, same thing. Wonder Woman, same thing. All of these characters. Okay, here's a di- here's a director. Go give us a trilogy and let it stand on its own. That'd have been well, fine. But if they need to decide if they're going to integrate these or have them stand alone. You, it can't be both because what, you end up with the problem. You're going to end them? up. You're going to end up with four hour movies full of characters that we've never heard of. And we have to sit through. I do love a pack. There's no pie. other way to do it. I unless mean, you're, unless you're going to give you, you either got nobody's, nobody's strapping you down clockwork orange style and making you watch it. I mean, it was, <laughs> it's a personal choice, but yeah, here, but, but I, but what's the issue with them going, okay, the approach we were taking was not working. Let's try to course then correct and maybe go in different all, directions. Then scrap that, it all because you're going to confuse not, people. That's not feasible when you've got a global box office to consider and you've got shareholders to consider. I'm sorry, but that's the that's the way that movies work. I mean, you can't just then say- they made oh, the wrong call. You can't just say, we're not making DC movies anymore because then their stock is going to fucking plummet. I'm not saying don't Brothers. make DC movies anymore, but you, have, you can't just, okay, well, we're going to- course correct no because now you're confusing people is but you is just this, said is robert pattinson of part of like, the, the justice league i don't know they already have ben affleck in there but did you just say you were tired of everybody getting retconned over and over again like i mean did do you want them to because just like start over pa- let's tell batman story one more they've time they painted themselves into a corner they've painted themselves into a corner with this but so what show you how not- Batman's made for the 85th time on cinema <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they did what? they did the same thing with spider-man they gave no, with, I know, and I stand by with how many Spider-Man times we have to watch Uncle you, Ben get shot. To, nobody like, ever <laughs> needs to see Batman or Spider-Man's origin story ever again. Yeah. Ever. You're, so you're, are we? Are your they going to do it? Is not allowing them to say we goofed up and let's try just try a different approach. I mean, what? Not you're, while you're saying, while, not while they're going to continue to pursue these types of movies in this type of order in this type of style. It's just not going to work because people but they're going to be confused. They're not because no. pe- people are going to watch. They're this not and pursuing go- these types of movies. They, they've abandoned. Well, the everybody's cl- clamoring for a sequel to this thing. They're not going to do it. They've said they're not going to do it. Which is, then people are going to come back and be like, "Well, what happened? I saw the 
Dark there are side. Where's some Dark Side or movies? But if you just watch Wonder Woman '84, it's not like this. And not at all. And Aquaman or is Aquaman, like nor is the upcoming Suicide Squad. Right. Like there's they no have consistency across. No there's no me. consistency well, across the board. What the, the fuck do you want, Todd? I don't think yeah, I you're, understand. You're you're <laughs> making arguments for both things. You're saying they should have a singular vision, and then you're complaining that there's not a singular. I'm saying vision. they should do one or the other. They are. Do one or the other. Pick They're a switching. side. That's what I said. Pick a they side. Have chosen. Do one or the other. Don't they have do both. That side. They're not doing both, Todd. They're not doing both. They created this movie as a standalone for HBO Max, but but their theatrical stuff. They are doing these like standalone. I mean, yes, the, some of the characters are the same ones that exist within this movie, but they're clearly doing their own thing. If you watch Wonder Woman 84, or you watch Aquaman or you watch Shazam, they're not beholden to the rest of the, the, the DCEU. They are doing exactly what you're saying that they should do. <laughs> they're, they're not, Zack Snyder is not making more DC movies. He is no longer the guy who's like helping to steer the the artistic direction of the franchise they've made the decision that you're arguing that they should make all right well i haven't been i mean they've got that. matt reeves doing a batman movie that is not at all connected to these they had todd phillips do a joker movie that is not connected to any of these they're doing stand they're doing like standalone stories that's what they're doing and yeah maybe they're doing franchises like like wonder woman that uh, you've got wonder woman one and then wonder woman two uh, but they're they're not beholden to the rest of the universe so they are doing exactly what you're saying that they that you're so worked up saying that they should be doing flashpoint will be but i mean if they're gonna bring in like batman 89 at some point or like they're talking about doing wacky stuff like the multiverse stuff and dr strange they're talking about flash being kind of like that i mean i mean just based on the rumors that i've seen but yeah i, I don't know i heard that was um, going to be most of the tv stuff I mean, that's maybe they will play with that. I don't know. Well, they're doing, um, which again, like Infinite Crisis or something stuff. on TV, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a completely but separate. The next Flash movie is Flashpoint. And I mean, it's yeah. going to deal. I mean, in this movie, that they set that up in, in this version. I mean, yeah. so if they were going to do it continuity wise, I don't remember that in the original Justice League, but in this one, you know, where Flash plays with, like, if I go faster than light, then like, Weird stuff happens, and weird stuff happens time. with time, is what he says. Yeah. yeah. And uh, by the way, another cool thing they did with the Speed Force is like when he's running, and then like he's reversing time, and he's out running, reversing time, like he's yeah. running ahead of the road being rebuilt, like in the past. It really that know, that really cool. establishes Flash's powers better than the original version did, which was mostly just like he runs yeah. real fast, you know. And yeah. Flash, obviously, as fans of the comic, we know that there's a lot more to it than that. Uh, which I think they established a little bit better in this one. But yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, this is here. Here's the thing. This is standalone. This is as far as anything that we can count on right now. We, you have to treat this one as like a standalone story that Zack Snyder told. Yeah. And it was like, he was, he was the creative on this one like he was he was the writer he came in and, and he was like you could tell a justice league story and then he did it's like and if maybe he was the, in an alternate books, universe where this is the version that actually came out in the movie theaters then maybe the dc the, the the further dc movies after this would look very different maybe we wouldn't have a big colorful uh, aquaman movie or a or you know a shazam movie like we got and they would feel more like this but the fact is that because 
the Joss Whedon version of Justice League failed at the box office, they decided to go in a different direction. Uh, but this, as it stands, is just, yeah, it's just an anomaly. You know, this is like an alternate universe version of what we could have gotten out of Justice League. And I'm fine with that. I think it's fun. And I don't think that we have to care about the rest of it because it's not, none of them are beholden to this movie at all. So I, there, there's, I, I have no issues with, I mean, I, I'm sure there will be other DC movies in the future that I have issues with, but I like that they're going in a different direction. Uh, I'm curious what things would have looked like had this been released, you know, at, at the time or a version of this released at the time had been more successful, but there's no point in speculating on what might have been. It's interesting to think about, and uh, I will tell you one thing that I do have a big problem with in this movie, and I had a problem with in Batman versus Superman, and that's, listen, I think that uh, uh, Steppenwolf looked cooler in this movie than he did in the last movie, but also he suffers from that CGI villain thing where they all look yeah. like the same fucking person they constantly. And yeah, it's Marvel just, does it's, Marvel's pretty bad about that. He reminds me of the bad guy in... Um, in, in Thor the Dark World, who's just this bland CGI creation, who they got yeah. Christopher Eccleston to play, which what's the point of getting Christopher Eccleston if you're not going to let him be himself? He's not anyway, even going to speak, really. I know. Except in some <laughs> elfish yeah, look how, Gary, look how mad Todd is. <laughs> I'm not mad. Look at his face. He's I'm so angry. Mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> He's so angry with us. Uh, I mean, no, this, so is, mad this is different. Todd's like, usually lighthearted and just... Uh, <laughs> Hang it out, but now now Todd's passionate. You know, he's, we got him worked up because it's he's about speaking Batman. truth to power. Yeah, I thought I was going to be on Todd's side fighting with Justin. <laughs> I was ready to finally be on your side, Todd, and fighting Justin. That's what I thought we were going to be doing tonight. <laughs> That's what I, I came in here expecting. I was going to be like, dude, I just told you I'm unbiased. I I did not care about the DCEU, and I'm telling you, I like this movie, and. uh but turns out, no. Somehow, I want to. I want to care. There's. I want to. We've got to account for taste. You just don't. It, but which I, is I sad. Also, as a Batman fan, like I should be, hundred percent in this. I'm just not. Did you? I have to. I have to wonder though. Did you go into watching this knowing it was four hours long and going in like you were what? Like you were doing homework. Like it was a chore. Or did you go in? And, and I want you to be honest because different people watch different movies different ways. Did you go in expecting to not like it? Um, I had, like I said, I had seen the the theatrical cut and was underwhelmed. Um, it is rare that a director's cut is better. So I kept my expectations low and was still disappointed. But, but that didn't answer my question. <laughs> well, did you go in expecting to not like it no i was like okay again i'm a fan of these characters i was like okay I, I you're giving me it, more of these characters great maybe maybe that will i was hopeful i was I, hopeful I, about I, and the, re the reason that i ask is because i find that a lot of people will go into watching a movie and have a bias towards like the director or the franchise or whatever or even the genre sometimes like people who don't like horror movies will go into a horror movie thing they're not going to like it and then they don't like it because they don't want to like it 
Uh, and and I, it's it's very possible to go in going, hey, I didn't like the previous Zack Snyder DC movies. I'm not going to like this one. I'm going to watch it anyway so that I can, you know, have shit, have shit some material it. to bitch about because. <laughs> Uh, Look, whereas like I have made it a, a, a in the, especially in the last few years, made it a conscious effort to go into every movie hoping to enjoy it because I well, want I always to like, hope. I don't, I I don't want to go into any movie things. thinking that I just wasted two hours. Right. You know, I always I, hope to enjoy things. I always do. Um, but and I and again, having seen the theatrical cut and being familiar with Zack Snyder's brand and his, you know, in his style kind of knew what i was getting into i was like yeah, okay they're, the they're, they're maybe gonna cut, flesh I mean, this they're maybe gonna flesh out these characters a little bit which they did and it's i mean still just kind of that theatrical really cut is care. very little of Zack snyder's work i mean that is watching this version it's very clear that that was almost entirely joss whedon's movie mm. that third no, act is completely different completely yeah Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I like to think that I'm always hopeful for movies, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I hold the, maybe I hold these, maybe I hold these characters too preciously. Yeah. I mean, that's very possible. That may be the case. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I do. (laughs) I I think I do tend to take comic book properties more seriously than most. And it can't necessarily be just because, they're not comic book accurate because again, the Tim Burton Batman or the Christopher Nolan Batman, that's sure. not comic book accurate at sure. all. Um, not, none of them have been. None of them no. have been. There the close, been the closest Batman movie. That- the closest book accurate version is actually Adam West. Yeah. I mean, depending I, truly, on which era of truly. the book you're talking about. That's the yeah. thing with Batman is that he changes every 10 years in, in the book. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I'm hoping Matt Reeves. Pick a I'm path ho- and stick with it, Batman. Yeah. You've- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's about all I got to say about this movie, guys. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> scary. That was a very timely uh, impression that you made there. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the... Uh... The director's cut of Forrest God, Gump. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys got any any other thoughts to wrap things up? Uh, hungry for hot dogs. Let's go get some flying hot dogs. All right. Well, that sounds a little bit homoerotic, and <laughs> I'm all right with that. If that's if you're hungry for hot dogs, you're hungry for hot dogs. Who doesn't like a good hot dog? Hey, I love hot dogs. Yeah, love them. You're Gary? homoerotic. <laughs> uh no no i i i I mean the thing is i i was in a conversation with somebody and uh i said that i had not seen bat or this this version the zach snyder cut and they were like why and i was like because i didn't really like the other ones and so i'm not like anxious to see it they were like well a lot of people are crapping on it and i was like i'm not crapping on it and the person was very appreciative they're like i really enjoyed it thanks for not crapping on it like just having an opinion on it if you haven't seen it I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm not, like I said, up top, I was like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to pile on. For some reason, from that conversation, I was really curious. And it was hard for me to not go in and expect something. But I don't know. I was real chill the day I watched this. And going in with an open mind, I I really had a good time with it. Like, I, you know, like I said, you, you accept who Zack Snyder is as a filmmaker. And uh, once you're in that context, it's pretty good. It's, it works for a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, I'm I'm oh, with you, Todd. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry, it's, that Todd. It's, just... de- it's definitely a Zack Snyder movie for sure. Well, 
<laughs> anyway, Todd had his say. <laughs> uh, where can you guys be found on the internet for our listeners? I bet this is Gary Horde. I'm at Justin underscore Bishop. I'm at Mr. Todd A. Davis. All right, you can find the show at Cinema underscore Shot. This has been our bonus episode on Zack Snyder. We'll get back to a regular episode in a few days. So, uh, Gary, stop making that face, you weirdo. People can't see that. (laughs) People can't see that. Uh, Until next time. May the wings of liberty never lose a feather, even in the director's cut. Be excellent to each other, even if even if they don't like the movies you're talking about, like Todd. Todd, were this a uh, closing on a director's cut of Cinema Shock? What what is your what is your what is exit? your what is your new ending? What is what's okay. the new ending you would tack a, on? A Zack Snyder appropriate ending. <clears throat> yeah. All right. All right. If it's anything from mine comps, I'm going to be disappointed right. with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Zack Zack Snyder appropriate ending. It's going to be uh, visual and audio. Here we go. Here we go. The visual doesn't work very well Hold on, on podcast. The visual parts for you guys. Visual parts for you guys. The <laughs> overall effect. Your... The overall effect is going to be for. The... Okay, here we go. If it involves your penis, I'm going to be very upset. He's going in slow motion. Is what's happening? Oh, I get it. Slow mo. That's yeah. For to our listeners, it's just silence. Yeah, it was going to be just like a lot of silence. Johnny has the key. Nobody talks in slow mo in this movie. And he's flipping <laughs> us off. If I could Still give Johnny notes, has the keys though. If I, if I could give notes, I would have said Martha has the keys. But... <laughs> you keep saying that name. <laughs> that for All right, bye everybody. <laughs> Fucking costume. This is a way of life. I'll be back. Just a fresh wound. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. I'm sorry, Ben. I'm afraid I can't do that. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! I guess everyone's a title one, but scared of